Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Money is like manure. If left in one place, it sticks, but if it spreads around, it grows things. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you drinking? <laughs> 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 uh, slightly confused. A little but, bit confused, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm awesome. I'm just drinking some Corvassier, some cognac. Some cognac? Right. For, my, for my evening relaxation. I am drinking uh, Flying Fish. They sent us a free uh, half case of beer. I'm drinking the Hop Fish IPA. And it is good. And I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, uh, dude, happy Halloween. Thanks, man. Happy Halloween to you, too. Yeah. What are you, uh, what are you dressed as? Right now, um, well, right now I'm an just employee just, at iHeart because you're wearing iHeart. <laughs> yeah, shirt. right now I'm dressed as an employee at iHeart, but I did actually go to a Halloween party already. I saw the picture. I saw the pictures on Facebook. I was the the chimney sweep to uh, Mary. So Laura was Mary Poppins, and I was the chimney sweep. Yes, mm. you were Dick Van Dyke. That's right. I was very scary. Very scary Halloween costume of a chimney sweep. Chim chim chiru. <laughs> That's did right. you sing the song? Uh, thankfully, no one made me do that. Good. <laughs> Actually, no bullshit. I they should have made you do it. That would have been funny. You'd I'm be like, ah, I don't never seen the movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I didn't even know his name. I was like looking it up on my phone on the way there. Uh, like, you know what? I can't. Re- you know his name? I can't remember Some, it. Something with a B. I forgot again. Bernard. It's like Benny or Bo- Bernard. Bo- something like that. I, I don't think say- it's shorter than that, but. Uh, but I was I dressed up as now. That- uh, now I have to look it up. Mary Poppins. I need to know if it's Bernard. Chimney. It's, it starts with a B. Yeah, I don't. Sweep. Ah, oh, come on! Why can't I? Why? Uh, whatever. Whatever. Yes. Whatever. All right. So anyway, uh, happy Halloween! I went as a doctor this year. You went as a doctor. Yeah. What kind of like? That's not that's scary. I, Unless I, you were I, a nope. proctologist. No. Ah! I was Doctor Acula. <laughs> Dr. Aguila? No, I went as a doctor. I had a lab coat and a pair of fake glasses. So that was in my closet already from a video I did for Swim University way back in the day. So, uh, yeah, kept it pretty easy because it was there. Rule, doctor. <laughs> I don't like Halloween. I am not a fan of Halloween. Oh, you don't like to dress uh, up. I, it's not that. I mean, I'll dress up in my normal life, you know? Mm. Uh, right now, I'm dressed up as a guy who looks unemployed. Because I'm wearing gym shorts and a hoodie. The only thing I've seen you dress as. <laughs> yeah, it's, my, it's, my, it's my work uniform, I call it. Uh, so, today's catchphrase is money is like manure. If left in one place, it sticks. But if it spreads around, it grows things. It's so pretty, maybe, it was, maybe it was supposed to be stinks. Maybe that, but it's, it's, it sticks. Here it sticks. So... Mm-hmm. I think it's if left in one place, it stinks, but if it spreads around, it grows things. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, go to our, if you want to send in your catchphrases, uh, you can send them into our Twitter account. It's at Money Matters Man. And our Facebook page is facebook.com slash listen money matters. Uh, in light of Halloween today, we are going to talk about money horror stories, our personal money horror stories. So I want to have you start off with one because I have quite a few, but I'm not going to read all of them. Some of them are kind of lame, but what are, what, what's one that you got that's like, So, what's uh, your worst one? Let's start so, off with your worst one. Uh, 
I, I'm going to say this is my my absolute dumbest one. And uh, it was, I think it was like two, it must have been like early 2007. Okay. Um, everyone was like so bullish about the market. I mean, things were just rocketing and I was just making money hand over fist because I'd put a lot of money in the market. And I was just, I, clearly I could not make a wrong pick because I was brilliant, yes. not because the market only went up. Sure. Right. So I was clearly the most brilliant trader and reading my fancy Forbes magazine, like all the sophisticated investors do. Mm-hmm. I, I heard of this company. It was uh, Jacob's Engineering Group, and they built houses. And I was like – and then they were like uh, – they, they had so much revenue that year, and they had so much backlog in orders. They couldn't even – it was like you know, 20, million, 20 billion in back orders. I can't even – I'm like, well, since I'm reading this in Forbes and clearly no one else is getting the same tip, I might as well go in. And uh, not only did I lose a shit ton of cash, uh, but it still has yet to recover to even remotely close to where it was when I bought it. Really? It's one of those rare, terrible picks where I basically just sucked it up. I lost like more than half. and I just How much money did you, did you lose, you think? Uh, I usually at that well, time. You didn't, was, you didn't sell it yet, right? Oh, I sold it a long time. Oh, ago. you did sell it. So you lost money. Yeah, yeah I lost okay. Money. So how much do you lose? You know, uh, I think I probably lost between two and three thousand dollars on that. Oh, that's not that much. Oh, to me at that time it was a lot. Okay. Mm. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah, it is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we know you're a baller, but <laughs> it, it, it is a lot of money, and I've lost money before, but it was particularly hurtful at that time. And it was just the fact that it was so dumb and like arrogant of me. Yeah. It just it pained me that much more. I was a shit. It was the only one I was actually ashamed of. Ah. No. So you're not ashamed of the Lehman Brothers one? No, I worked there and I actually liked the company. Okay. I I mean, as far as the stock market stuff is concerned, I only have that one, and everyone knows about it. Uh, if you listen to the show, is the uh, Sirius Satellite Radio stock pick. My very first venture into the stock market. And Howard Stern's coming over. How could it lose money? Well, because he's taking it all. Because he's taking it all. <laughs> yeah, that did not work out. Um, for me, I have a, I have a few small ones. Uh, like like for instance, there was one time I lost over two hundred dollars in overdraft fees at one time. What? Yeah. My my max was seventy dollars, and I was like, I was lividly pissed. Like yes. I wished I could punch Wachovia, and I wish Wachovia was a incarnated oh, thing to like beat down. So I can't even imagine two hundred dollars. Do like, you know? I, like I think I actually I would have flipped an ATM machine. I went I went on Facebook and I said, if TD Bank had a face, I'd punch it and then I'd stab it <laughs> its throat. Like I was so angry. Because and then the, the Twitter account replied back, thank you for banking with TD Bank. Yeah, no, it was on Facebook, I remember. But yeah, I was so angry because what happened, and this is where this is where it gets you. Like mm. I wasn't a guy who checked his accounts all the time. So I had overdrafted, but like the more it like the days that it goes overdrafted, they keep adding that overdraft fee, $35, dollars 30 every single day. Oh, yeah. dude. See, for me, I, I went, I attempted to overdraft, got the 35, it was $35 also for me, and then was like, ah, this ATM's like not working. I was like drunk or whatever. And I oh. went to another ATM oh. in a different bank and got another overdraft fee. But that's bullshit. Daily, dude, yeah. that is, and then I, that's I, a I, new low right there. I don't remember if I, I definitely didn't get it all back, but I got a majority of it. Like I, I was so lividly angry. And I, and I actually left the company at that. Like I was done. I was done. 
When you say left the company, I thought you were like, like no, I mean, working I'm, there. Like, like they no, I mean, I stopped banking with TD Bank. Like, I was so oh, dude, angry. I will not bank with. I mean, Wachovia is no more, and it became yeah, Wells, Wells Fargo, Fargo yeah. and whatever. But uh, it's just the over, and that's why I'm with Simple because there is none of that. And and not here's the thing though, I've become a lot better with my money since I signed on with Simple. Not not because of Simple, but just. Because of this podcast and me trying to, but get they're, they're not going to make their money by dicking you over with fees. No, they're just going to piss people off, and yeah, it's stupid. That's the thing is, like, I, I feel like the banks have really not gotten on board with you know customer service and treating their clients well. And it's instead of us banking with you because we have no damn choice, or because you're just assuming we're lazy, how about we bank with you because we want to bank with you? Right. I um, I'm banned for life with ING. Yeah, I think you had told me what, what was the story behind that one. Uh, so basically, I was getting overdrafts, and uh, it was just a pain in the ass because at the time it was a it was an online checking account. It was the orange checking with ING, mm-hmm. and I think it was a little too early because like it, I don't know, it just sucked, and I didn't like it. And I got, I think I got overdrafted, and I called them up, and I talked to a guy. And he was so nonchalant and just being like a standard like passive aggressive cu- customer service rep that I like threatened to like do weird stuff with his mom or something. <laughs> I don't know. What? I threatened him like over the phone or I said the F word a bunch of times or something. I was really pissed. I remember I was sitting in a parking lot of a McDonald's, uh, which is where I used to go and park to eat because I, I was working at a new job. Mm. And I uh, would go out to like I wouldn't eat at McDonald's. I would go out eat somewhere. I would pick up lunch somewhere. I would, and then, I would do the same thing where I just wanted to be away. Away, yeah, I wanted to be away. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I did. And I was only there for two months. This job, but I was in the parking lot and I was on the phone with this guy. And I was like, "Fuck you! You don't know fucking what you know." Whatever I was saying, or and uh, yes, now I am actually banned for life. I am not. Look, as of like um, I think it was like a couple months ago, I wanted to sign up for an ING account, right? Mm. Because I oh no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was recently. I actually I did it recently just to see if I was still banned. And now it's Capital One three sixty. So I thought, oh, that was when I, the change when the change happened, I thought maybe I can get an account now. So I called not that I would ever want one at this point, but I would try it anyway. Mm. So I called up and I'm like, Hey, can I get an account? They're like, What's your social security number? And I told them the social security number and they're like, Yeah, no. I'm like, what do you mean no? They're like, You're not you're no. We're not allowed to open an account for you. I'm like, Really? I'm like, you know, I have a share builder account. Like, I have an account with you guys. They're like, and we just closed your share builder. They're like, 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 we just, we just, <laughs> that can't. was, that was an oversight. I was like, what does it say on my file? Does it, am I like blacklist? He's like, no, we just can't. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that answers. I've been like that for years. I mean, like maybe six, seven years now, or definitely yeah. since one of the Phillies awards. They lost a bit series. of their, their magic when they got bought. And yeah, you know. What else you got? So uh, a more recent one, and and it pains me, my stupidity. Hmm. Um, so Lehman Brothers went bankrupt. You know, whatever. I worked there, and a pe- and I was never, I never qualified for a pension. It didn't exist when I was there. But they went bankrupt, and in the bankruptcy, all these government agencies and things come in, and they do all this stuff and whatever. And I got a letter in the mail. That said, um, I had cured. I think it was like roughly like four thirty or four fifty dollars in an, in a pension account, huh. you know, or something like that, which is clearly is absolutely not true because they didn't have a pension. Um, and they're like, uh, you know, how do you want to to handle this? And I think this was maybe like two years ago or so. 
And the, the options were um, roll it into a Roth IRA yep. or get a, ca- a, a check directly. Yeah. And uh, the only thing was that is that there was like a time limit on this, I guess, because of the whatever, whatever reason there was a time limit. Like you either are going to do this thing or you're going to get you know, nothing. So, um, and, but they could, they would just roll it into an IRA basically like automatically for you, but you had to fill out these forms if you wanted the cash. Yeah. So I wanted the cash, um, you know, the smart decision. So I <laughs> filled out all the forms and it was like a lot of stupid shit I had to fill out and I faxed them back and forth, whatever. Um, and I thought it was a done deal. I was waiting for the check and I got in a letter from them in the mail and I just didn't know. It just sat on my counter. I didn't open it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that I filled out the form perfectly. I didn't sign the bottom of the form on like the sign on the line thing. So I gave all the details, did all the thing, the back and forth, whatever. I mean, I could have wrote Mickey Mouse and right. they would have did it for me. So but you I didn't lost, sign you the, lost the money. And I, just, I didn't got no money because I got a letter from them and it sat on the counter. I figured this was a check, because you whatever. Had to sign it. I, yeah, it, it's so dumb. Dude. Yeah. And I mean, it was granted I wasn't getting the money. I shouldn't have probably got the money anyways, but I lost four hundred something dollars for being an idiot. Uh, interesting. This is not. Uh, this was not on my list, but I cashed out my four hundred one k. That's really dumb, yeah. dude. I had like, like you, you get like monster penalties. It's like I did when they tell you what you get back. It's like half. Yeah. It's like really bad, dude. I needed the money. This was during my. Uh, this is during a bad time. How much was it, dude? I think I got like. I think there was like five grand in there. It wasn't much, but Damn, still something. Dude. Yeah, I think I got like thirty-five, and I needed it, but it was the only thing I could do. And I couldn't, you know, it. It was a four hundred one k that was just sitting there. I couldn't. I couldn't deposit money into it. My new job wouldn't let me roll it over in anything. I could have probably rolled it over into a Roth IRA, but I didn't know stuff at the time. And uh, yeah, not not good. Um, not that was just that was not on my list, but yeah, that sucked. It's uh, a pretty epic one because the loss there. I know. Dude, is, I know. is a big loss. I know. Really pissed at myself. Um, I have two taxi cab related ones. <laughs> one. Go on. One. <laughs> I have a taxi cab anti horror story, but I'll, I'll tell you after. Oh, so uh, it was not last year, but the year before. It was Christmas time. It was two days before Christmas. It was the twenty third, and my f- two uh, it was with three friends. My friend and his wife had a hotel in the city a really nice hotel at the bellevue in center city philadelphia mm. and me and my friend were we were all together and uh me and my one friend separated from them walking back to the hotel room because we stole a bunch of santa clauses <laughs> so of course we run into the santa clauses but they were fake but they looked really real they were like santa clauses from around the world at all different time periods and we're like oh my god this looks so real and we're hammered hammered drunk but we're just sitting there and we took pictures with it with the Santa Clauses, and then we get out, and then we're talking to these two guys, and they're like, hey, we're going to this bar. And we're like, all right, cool. So we go to this bar with these two guys, and uh, that was kind of weird. And then we drank there, and then we like called up my friend Bob. He was like, he wouldn't answer his phone, but we knew he was in the hotel room. So we go up to the hotel room, and we can't get in. We don't know what hotel room he's in, but we like kind of remember what floor he was on. And then we like knocking on his hotel room door, and he's not answering, but we don't actually know if that was his hotel room door because he claims the next morning that he didn't, it wasn't that. And uh, long story short, we were like literally sleeping in the hallway and I'm like, all right, we have to go. We'll go back to your apartment. So his apartment was about a half hour away. So we call up a cab. The cab guy drives us over to his apartment. Half hour later, my friend rolls down the window and throws up outside of the the, the car at like as we're pulling up to his place. Uh. 
And the cab driver's pissed. And he's like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, you know, and he got like, nothing got in the car, but I was like, look, I was like, take it my. It still smells and it's on Whatever. The yeah. And know. it's like on the side of his car, whatever the case. So my stupid ass. So my friend is so drunk. Like he has no idea what's going on. Right. Mm. So I'm, um, you know, a little bit more cognizant of what's going on. And I hand the guy my PNC debit card. And I said, whatever, dude, just take this, you know, get just whatever. Seriously. Seriously. So then we go. So then we yeah, get, this is like the movie Blank Check. Right. Where the guy like dents the dude, the kid's bike and he buys like a castle and a bouncy <laughs> thing. He just hands him a check. And, yeah, yeah. It's a great yeah. movie. Do whatever, man. I mean, just I'm a fucking baller. Well, no, he hands him a, he hands him a blank check and he says how much, and then he sees the cops coming and he just like hands the kid a check and he goes gives this to your dad and runs away. Mm. That's how that that's how that plot plays out. Anyway, that's not how this played out. Then we go up to his apartment and it's a brand new apartment, and he can't open the door. He can't unlock his apartment door with his keys. What? It just doesn't work. So did you guys try the keys and shit? Oh yeah, we did everything, and then I started kick trying to kick down the door because I was so angry. And I'm like, well, your landlord is going to have to figure this out. Like, why is the key not working for your apartment? Like, this is insane. He lives there. How is he not able right, to? Right. It just did. Uh, if something happened, uh, they like they came in and changed the locks or did something like during the day or I don't know. Something weird happened. Regardless, we had to go and f- we actually ended up finding an empty apartment that was that was unlocked. I thought you were gonna say like a garbage can or like a dumpster. No, this is like a just... brand, this was a refurbished apartment. So it was a refurbished like warehouse they were turning into apartments. So there was mm. like they were still under construction. So there was a a door open at one of the apartments and they had carpeting. So... I know that's the thing. My buddy owns a building and he le- when he's yeah. working on he leaves the one open. Like, yeah. Just so we actually whatever. found one and we went and tried to like sleep on the floor in there. There was no furniture or anything. We just slept on the floor and it was so cold. I had to wake my friend up. I'm like, we have to go sleep in your car. We ended up sleeping in his car. Anyway, next morning I wake up. I thought, I thought you were going to say, guys, we really just have to spoon for warmth. <laughs> no. The next morning I wake up and we're driving back. We're driving home and uh, I check my phone and I look at my, I think it was Mint at the time or, or my PNC account online and the, the cab driver charged me $150. So mm. I immediately called PNC and I'm like, well, I tried to find it and they tried, we tried to figure out the cab company. Uh, long story short, I ended up getting my money back. So thank mm. God. But- uh, I was like, why is this guy charging me $150? It's puke on the side of his car. It's like a hose would have taken care of it. Whatever. Well, he's like, you said whatever. So he's I did. I know. He like... took advantage of me. Um, and then the other taxi cab story was I was in Washington, D.C., and I was – we went back to my friend's apartment. I lost my cell phone. Yeah, I left my cell phone in the cab. Could not find the cab driver. Never ended up finding my cell phone. It was an uh, iPhone 4. And uh, uh, and I was actually not, I remember you bought the iPhone 4S or five. Oh, no, I know I bought the 5S uh, in January of this year because it happened in January, and it, I had to pay the full price of the phone. So it was like a five hundred dollar phone. I remember. Now that. I could have gotten a shittier phone. I could have like paid two hundred dollars for like a shitty old iPhone 4 off of eBay or gotten the iPhone C or whatever. But that's not how I roll. And I was like, well, if I'm gonna spend the money and I'm gonna get a new phone, it might as well be the the bigger phone and the better See, phone. It's funny that you're you're. One of your bad taxi stories is losing an iPhone because uh, I think it was like the iPhone 1 or 2 when back or maybe it was iPhone 3. It was like really a while ago. And that's, you know, I, I had those work pants where like the pockets or whatever and it just slipped out in the cab. And I was going to meet some girl that I was dating. Yeah. And uh, we called my phone and the guy picked up and he drove back to me 
and gave me my phone back. Nice. And I I gave him like 40 bucks and I praised That's like cool. everything. And I was like, I just, I was blown away that one, he even picked up and when she's like, oh my God, free iPhone. Because this is when everyone was like, have you heard about the iPhone? Yeah. So he picked up, answered, and came back. Yeah. Like, I, that was just, I mean, it's not a horror story. but I just, told you that story about the, the phone, my Kurosawa blue screen phone. No, or Kira Sarah. Yeah, I told you this before we left for Dallas. Mm. And I told you that <laughs> I told you that this is not a money story, but I guess I'll tell it. So I left my cell phone. It was, a, you know, this old style. Like, basically, like, remember when the Nokia phones came out and you could play Snake on them and they had the green screens? Oh, dude, that was a shit. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they well, Kurosawa made a blue screen one. I'm like, well, I got to have the blue screen so it's going to be different from all my friends' phones, right? Because it was, like, the new mm-hmm. technology, this blue screen. So I got the blue screen phone and I left it at one of the, like, the high school football games that I was at. And I came home and I called my phone. And people answered, and they were, like, messing with me. They're like, oh, you have your phone. Like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, god damn it. Well, so there is a, uh, an insane asylum near my house. Mm. Like a l- legitimate, real I, deal I insane asylum. It's called I'm pretty An- sure you told this story already, but yeah. you're already going. Yeah, it's called Ancora Hospital. It's a right. real deal scary place, right? Uh-huh. And uh, so <laughs> because my fa- because my home's phone number like my, my parents called me i don't always have it come up on my phone as ancora because i just thought it was funny that my house is like an insane asylum or whatever <laughs> and so whenever i would call these people they were the phone would come up ancora to them mm. so i think it was like a two weeks later or something my parents come home and throw my cell phone on my lap and i'm like where the hell did you find this they're like we picked it up at ancora hospital and i'm like <laughs> like why 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 do you think it was at Encore? I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I know why. And I was like, yeah. So I have our home house number. You know, it's funny. They might not have returned it to you if it had your name. I like, know. I'm not a fine match if needs. Yeah. Who is Matt? But like Encore Hospital, someone with issues needs this. Yep. <laughs> How fucking weird is that? I, I was grateful because they at least they like went to Encore Hospital to drop it off. That was nice. I guess they didn't have to do that. That's very nice. Yeah. Uh, that was not on my list either, but uh, it had to do with cell phones. Um, I, I, I had, I had, I'm going to only read two more that I have. Mm. Um, one, I lost a great deal amount of money. Lost it. Cash. Like in an just, envelope. That happened to me at, uh, in Dallas. Like just recently? Yeah, when we were there for FinCon, I had taken all this money. And we, it was like, I think it took out like $200 because we're going to be out. And I was going to do the whole Bourbon uh, Street thing with Laura. And, and it was oh, gone. Oh, not Dallas. You said Bourbon Street. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean Noah. Noah. New Orleans. We, we went like nowhere in Dallas. Yeah. And God, dude, I was like so depressed. I lost like $200 or something. Yeah, this was more than that. I don't remember how much, but it was a lot. And the reason was I was – I worked at a pool store and I was the manager. And mm-hmm. – I was the guy in charge of taking doing the drop. Yep, doing the drop. Mm. Right. And I had got them set up on QuickBooks. They were using this old Peachtree DOS software, and the wife would always take money from the till whenever she needed to go like get her hair did. Like and I would so mm. I I was the only one with the key to the drawer. And I was mm. like, Nope, no one's ever allowed to take money. I know this is a family business, but no, this is not your personal piggy bank. The money gets dropped and and I made him more money that year than any other year because I just was better at handling the money. Mm. except this one time 
when I had the cash and I went to go to the bank and then when I got to the bank, it wasn't in my car. I could not find it. And so I'd have a fucking heart attack. Yeah, it was like that. How now, much money was it? I don't remember. It was quite a bit. And it was in like, you know, I had like multiple it multiple thousands. Yeah, multiple thousands. And it was a, it was the day's worth of like sales, like in the drawer and all this, you know, all the all the money we made for the day. And you know, in the summer when it was busy. And I my theory was I had left it like on the roof of my car or on the bumper of my car, like oh, as I was dude. trying to like get in my car to go drop it off. Imagine like the ten year old kid who, who finds, finds a that. sacks of doubt. Yeah, dude, I, I know. I so my boss, like, how is he supposed to? Like, I came in freaking out, but he's like, "Well, oh, you waited the whole night and then came in the no, next day." No, 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 no. This was during the day because it was a it was a, it was a weekend day, so like mm -hmm. we closed the store at like three on a Sunday or something. Uh, so it was during the day. So you drop and came back. Well, I came back and I'm like, I don't have the money. The money's gone. And he interrogated me and like searched my car and searched every employee's car and like sat down each one of us in the office and interrogated us. And I was like, Bill, I'm telling you, I did not steal the money. It's not stolen. I legitimately fucked up. It is, and we 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 drove the the path that I would have taken, you know, for the to to go to the bank and like mm. searched on the side of the road to see if we couldn't just never ended up finding it. Mm. And it was just I felt bad because it's, I'm like I you have every right to believe that I stole it. Like I can I totally get that. I was like a little pissed because it's like look you should trust me more than that. I've been doing this for a year, but mm. I, I I get it. But I didn't steal it. It's just gone. And somebody That's, found it. That sucks, dude. I know. And uh, I, I was in high school, and I worked for uh, BJ's, you know, like the wholesale club. Yeah. Not, not the yeah, I got it. Got joint. It. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to say it out loud. I could have – the joke could have been <laughs> subtle, but yeah. Right, right. Berkeley and Jensen. I mm -hmm. worked there. I was a cashier, and I'm an honest guy. When I was a kid, I was like mama's boy, super ultra honest. Yes. Did the thing, handled the money. I'm smart. I could count and shit. And – um. What you do is at the end of the day, you count your stuff, write all it up, blah, 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 this, how many five ones, whatever, and you hand it to this woman in this room, and then she would whatever, right? And what, what happened is uh, they called me in one day and like, Andrew, your drawer was short. Like, it was like 100-something dollars. And yeah. I was shocked. Like, I was shocked. Like, yeah. And, because I, I did not take it. Like, right, that's right. Just not whatever. And I, I, you know, anyways, or whatever, blah, 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 all this thing. And they, they knew me and they knew I was like a great employee, like super honest. I wasn't even like shy and shit. And uh, they're like, we're, we're just, we're going to have to fire you. And I didn't do it. Right. And I, I cried. Yeah. I, like, I, I was, I don't know, maybe like 15 or six, oh no, 17 or something. I was like crying in fucking BJ Wholesale Club because I got fired, but uh, I didn't do it. And I just hate the fact that like one mistake like that they, they when it comes to money, I, yeah, yeah. I don't pretty, know if the woman sad. took it or, or what, you know. But right. it just it's bullshit. Or just bad math. Yeah, it could. It could yeah, I could have just fucked up with that. Yep. I mean, who knows? Hit a wrong button somewhere. Like that's all it takes, and that's really that's really sad that they mm -hmm. would fire you over a hundred dollars. Like think about how much they make as a company, and like the one mistake you've made ever out of how long you've been there as an employee. Like that's just stupid. Yeah, that's just really dumb. But um, to, to wrap things up, I have one more. It's kind of short, and then we mm. can wrap things up unless you, unless you have another one. No, no. Go for it, dude. So uh, this is about a car accident I got in. 
I didn't know you were in a car accident. I was in multiple car accidents. Is, that explains a lot. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I've never been seriously injured in a car accident. Um, most of the, I've only, I've only been responsible for one accident. Like I've only been the, you know, every. The, the, you, this sounds like a conversation with my wife, where well, it's like, I, well, no, it's no, like, no. okay, okay, no, I've crashed a lot of cars. I've been. And there, there were fiery explosions, and I didn't get injured, and I, but I wasn't responsible for any of them. Look, I've it was been the other person. I've been rear-ended twice. I'm pretty sure that's what everyone says in jail that they're innocent. <sighs> everyone in jail is innocent. No, I've been rear-ended twice. I was at a parked light twice, like mm. at a red light, and somebody ran up behind me. Um. But, but but both had no damage to my car, their car on the other hand, damage because I had a steel bumper. Uh, and they did not have a steel bump a steel front bumper. Uh, the one and then I got into a car accident while I was asleep in bed. What? I was, Where, what? I was sleeping. Huh? One o'clock in the morning, my dad comes downstairs and says, Somebody hit your car. What? Yeah, so I wake up, go outside, there's a car Korean on the side of the road, my front of my car is smashed. And somebody but the, the, the person yeah, was still there. The, yeah. Because they, they couldn't leave. They smashed into my car. Or something? No, or? what happened? It was snow on the ground. And oh. I live on a on a corner, like on a bend, you know? So uh, a girl, she was 17 years old, comes whipping around the bend, full speed, in the snow, slides right into my car. Guess who gets a ticket? You did? Yep. What? Because technically my car was facing the wrong direction on that side of the road. Oh, that's bullshit. Right? That's bullshit. That, that's, not the, that's not what I wanted to talk about, but I just remembered that. Yeah. That sucked. Imagine like waking up and you're like, here's a $150 ticket for parking on the wrong side of the road. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I know, right? It's snowing. And yeah. And I got to get my car fixed. This blows. And it was just, it was just, you know, there wasn't internal damage, but whatever. No. One time mm. I was... <laughs> Late for work, which is unlike me. But I had gone to, I was I was running late, but I still used to go to uh, Dunkin' Donuts every morning. I was on my way to Dunkin' Donuts before I went to work, and I had to get gas because I was like running on E. Mm. So I go and pull into this gas station, which I never get gas at. This little shitty shit hole gas station, and I pull in, and this is all the same car. Like every single thing I've mentioned so far has been the exact same car. It's been a, my Ford Ranger. So I'm in my Ford Ranger as a stick, and I'm sitting there, and that that adds nothing to the story. I'm getting my gas. Well, I only need it like ten dollars a gas, so I'm like done in two seconds. Now, meanwhile, I'm running late, right? Mm. So I'm like, "Fuck, I got to get out of here." Well, a car pulls up behind me, so I'm like, "All right, I can't back out." Now, where I'm parked and where I'm getting my gas at, there's a curb right next to me, like like the the building with a, like mm. a, a sidewalk that's raised, so. And then there's a car behind me, and now there's a car parked perpendicular to me in front of me. It was a Ford F-150, same color as mine, parked mm. perpendicular in front of me. I can't go forward, and I can't reverse. Now, I could have waited until the blazer behind me filled up their tank, backed out, and then I would have backed out behind them and would have been fine. However, I would never wait for that. I would, I would do like a eight point K turn to get out of there. Or so I decided to do the eight point K turn to get in between this perpendicular F-150 and the side of the gas, you know, the gas pump. Right, right. So I keep going back, up, back. And then I just scrape the front of this guy's car. Just mm. you can just see the yellow. Like the, it, it went from green to yellow. I was like, oh, fuck. The guy is sitting right there. He just runs up to my window and bangs the window. He's like, what the hell are you doing? 
what are you doing? I'm like, uh, and I back up and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I nothing I can do. I had to do that. So then I, so then he moves his truck. I pull over, you know, I like, I, and I, I just talked to him. I'm like, dude, I'm like, he's yelling at me, yelling at me. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I was late for work. You were parked weird. The guy behind me was like, I was stuck. I couldn't get out. He's like, you know, you gotta be more patient, blah, blah, blah. Lesson learned. He's right. Should have been more patient. However, I was late. I ended up not going through my insurance company. I'm like, look, dude, I'll just pay for this. I don't like, it can't be that much money. And I think I ended up being like, and like a thousand bucks for the just like just kind of like buff out his you know I didn't need a new like a new like paint job in that area and I didn't dent anything but like there was a thousand bucks just gone because of a stupid like impatient error of mine and what's really funny that that's not even the funniest part of the story what's funny is that as I was scraping this guy's car mm-hmm. no kidding my friend Jim who is the guy who threw up in the taxi in my earlier story was driving by and saw it all go down. Like, just randomly on the road, he was driving past that gas station and just saw me scream. He was, like, laughing so hard, he probably almost got into an Yeah, he, he was like, oh, God. He was like, I actually, and he told me, like, he told me, like, I think a couple weeks later, he was like, I actually saw that all go down. He's like, I was watching that. He's like, I was parked at, the, I was stopped at that light just watching you do that. And I was that's like, that is funny. So that's it. Badass. I had like roughly 50 car stories came into my head, but uh, oh, yeah. maybe uh, I'll have to have like a car story episode. Just oh, like. I got a ton of them too. With money, I don't know, but yeah. So uh, so that's it for money horror stories, and that's uh, just a little fun Halloween episode I wanted to do. Mm. So if you guys have questions or want to share your stories, I guess you can just email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com and subscribe to our podcast. Hit subscribe. Get our episodes downloaded to your app every single day and if you really like the show and we hope that you do leave a review i'm gonna read a review real quick you you can leave a review on itunes and stitcher i think are the only two places anyway do you know stitcher got purchased no they got bought by by uh today uh it's, it's this company with a d they, they do uh, uh streaming music one second stitcher purchase uh stitcher no i just search stitcher it'll be in the news ready uh, Deezer, D E E Z E R, by Stitcher. They are based in Paris. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not an American company. They're a streaming music company. So who knows? Maybe some interesting stuff will happen. They say Stitcher will remain and its app will remain. And I guess they just want the catalog to add to their portion. But interesting. Okay, yeah. good to know. Hmm. So still leave a review. Uh, Leave us a review, Stitcher, Deezer. Whatever it's going to be called. Yeah, whatever. Uh, this one's from Macasio14, and I'm probably saying that wrong. But I, I saw the word Casio, I saw the word M-A, and then 14. Ack! Apple, it's all over me. Yuck, is the title. Five stars. <laughs> okay. You two should feel honored. I'm installing iTunes for the first time in years be- just because, or because just to give you guys a five-star rating. Great program with a variety of content, many guests, and consistent releases. I thought I would get sick of you guys listening every day, but it appears not. Anyway, hope you keep going and that your dreams for the podcast come true. Now, excuse me while I quickly uninstall iTunes before its tracked-minded software corrupts the freedom of my machine. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) That's awesome. Dude, to install iTunes, 
to leave us a review, that's that's so dedication. Fucking, that's yeah, fucking that's awesome. really cool. Yeah. Go to our website, listenmoneymatters.com, and check out our toolbox, listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox for all of the things that we talk about here on the show. And uh, look, there's a there's a place where you can go to uh, right at the top, click the Amazon button. If anything you guys buy on Amazon, you go to go to listenmoneymatters.com slash Amazon. It appears like you just went to Amazon, buy your stuff. Prices are the same. Prices are the same. And we just get a commission from Amazon, so we're taking money from the big guys. But you guys get to do your shopping, and you get to help us keep the lights on here at List of Money Matter Studios. Uh, also, it's part of our Robin Hood strategy. That's true. Yeah, we're Robin the Hoods. That's right. I don't know what that means. We are part Sadly. of we are part of a charity uh, contest sort of thing, right? So uh, Joe from Stacking Benjamins, his son is going on a uh, a. What is it? Seventy day bike. Seventy day, four thousand five hundred mile bike ride from Texas to Alaska. Yes, from Austin, Texas to Anchorage, Alaska. And we're like, um, we want to support your son better than you can. <laughs> and and, and, then, <laughs> I and just then make you I do was... stuff from us because we're, we're no. Gonna beat you. Yes, here's the thing. We are in a competition with Stacking Benjamin's podcast to see who can raise the most money for this organization. If you go to listenmoneymatters.com slash Texas4000, that's the that's Texas4000. It's T-E-X-A-S. Okay. I was hoping, <laughs> I was hoping we'd have to spell that. Sure. So if you go there, uh, it will direct you to the Texas4000 site where you can donate money and just type in who you're writing for. Just type in Listen Money Matters. That's how they're going to track uh, to find out who is making? Who is getting the most donations? And we're gonna uh, keep it going. We're trying to reach twenty five hundred dollars. And uh, if we do win, we have a little wager going with uh, stacking Benjamins. So that should be fun. Mm. And uh, look, here's the thing: me and Andrew are gonna donate money to start things off. And then we are. Here's the thing: we should we you should donate anyway. But since this is a personal finance podcast, it's a tax deduction. So true that. Yeah. True that. So that's it, guys. Thanks again for hanging out with us. And of course, ah. did you didn't tell them what you have to write when you sign yes, I up? Did. Oh, okay. You weren't listening. Sorry. Sorry. Sometimes As you, per you, usual, sometimes you talk, and my eyes just glaze into the back. Of my As head. per usual. Thanks again, guys, and we look forward to the next episode later. Later, man. Tell your friends about this show. <laughs>